Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer Mick Foley, and if you want to catch up on the latest in amateur and Olympic wrestling, there's only one podcast to listen to. Subscribe to Bashamania, the Bashamania podcast, and have a nice day. Yeah. And with that, welcome back. This is episode 74 of the Bashmania podcast. Last week, Big Ten champ Sebastian Rivera announced he was transferring to finish his college career at Rutgers. With Rivera coming back home to Jersey, I thought, why not get him back on the podcast to hear a little bit more about the news? If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen. Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Overcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, be sure to subscribe to Bashmania. And if you enjoy this episode, be sure to leave a five-star rating and review on apple podcast it's bashamania let me tell you something brother he gave us everything he had in him tonight what you gonna do what bashamania runs wild oh it's gonna be a good one and business just picked up here on the podcast Oh, yeah. All right. Seabass is here. How are you, man? Good. How about you? I'm doing good. How are you enjoying good. summer in Jersey? Man, it's good. It's been hot the last couple of days. Just been hanging out with some friends, so it's been good. You got to get to a couple more cliffs, dude. Watching, I'm definitely having, like, summer envy. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you go doing backflips, I think it was, off a, off a cliff to jet skiing. I had a jet ski for a little bit, and I know how fun those things are. But yeah. yeah. It, it looks like you're having fun. Before we start talking a little bit about you heading to Rutgers, I, I got to have a little humble pie. And I, I've told you about this because you called me out at Big Tens and you said, sorry to ruin your prediction. Uh-huh. <laughs> and to be fair, for those who listened or, or don't remember, I had said, I po- posted a picture of six people who are on this podcast and said, I'm thinking there's going to be five Big Ten champs here. And to be fair, that was before you came on the podcast. But yeah, 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 there was yeah. obviously gross and RBY in there. And I was laughing when you said it. At first, I'm like, I what? Sorry to ruin your prediction. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it made sense. But, man, you know, I was talking to a couple different people about you coming back to Jersey. And my viewpoint has been being at Big Tens and seeing the crowd's love for you. That was, that was nuts, especially to not be someone who's wrestling for a Jersey school. To yeah. get that kind of love is wild. And I'm curious, how much did that – event contribute to you wanting to head back to Jersey and go to Rutgers to finish out your career? Um, not at all. Really? Nah. Um, it's cool and all, but I always just had a thing for Jersey. I mean, it's just where I'm from and I enjoy being here when I do spend, get to spend time here. So it was always in the cards, but not, nah, I really didn't have much to do with it. Did like it was cool an and all. I appreciate the support, but yeah, did you have an idea before Big Tens that you wanted to come back to Jersey? No, nah, I mean, not not saying that either. It was just more so of just when I came home from quarantine, it kind of just started to kick in yeah. and kind of just started to feel 
that I, this is where I wanted to be, um, be able to wrestle in front of my grandparents. They're getting older and my parents and everybody that supported me growing up in New Jersey wrestling. So it was just kind of when quarantine started. And does it, you know, you mentioned wrestling in front of your family and, and I think like, I think about pride. Does it, does it give you a sense of pride too, knowing that you're coming back to, to Jersey to compete at Rutgers as a number one in the country? Like you're coming off winning big tens. You're a guy who can elevate the program. You bring in a guy of that caliper, there's almost amount of pressure and pride. Like you can now contribute to the growth. It's not like, hey, I want to go here just because I want to get better. It's I want to come here because I know what I can bring to help elevate the program does that factor yeah. into the excitement of coming back to here yeah no definitely i've been wrestling with a lot of the guys and helping them out like when we're wrestling like i'm gonna wrestling go i'll just be like man you could be doing this and this and they're like thank you so much and it's like you could just feel the relationships growing just like that and uh yeah it's cool to get back to these guys because i've known them my whole life it's not like right. they're just new guys to me so now that i'm actually on the same side as them i can actually help them and help <laughs> them grow in their wrestling so it's been really cool and it, it, it's it's comical to me to keep hearing you say in interviews that you're an old guy now because <laughs> you're still it's, in your I know, 20s, but, I know. But that's how you feel and it's that maturity yeah. of like i want to help and and i heard you say on, on one of the interviews you did about you're not worried about like competing with soriano or you're not worried about any strife like you want to help him get better and you want him to help you get better is exactly. that like you think just your involvement through your wrestling career that that's where you are now yeah i mean like younger me would have been like, Oh, I want to beat him every practice. Like this is, this is what I want to do, you know? But like right. now, now I'm like, man, like if I can get 1% better with him every day, then that's a good day. I mean, that's all we're looking to do. I mean, we're not going to be competing at the end of the day. So what does it matter? What happens in the practice right. room? It's just there to get better. So yeah, that's just my thought around it. What do you think was your biggest reasoning for your growth? You know, Storinello did a great interview about how he said this was such big news because of what you've done at Northwestern to become the number one guy. What do you think when you look back at your time at Northwestern helped you to evolve so much while you were there? Um, yeah, they're great coaches, Matt, and all of them. Um, that helped, but I also think me just becoming – coming into what I was, I mean, I was small guy coming in and I kind of grew a lot, got a lot stronger um, just because of just like natural stuff, you know, just like yeah. growing in puberty and stuff. So <laughs> right. I think that was the biggest, really big thing to do with it. Cody Brewer helped me a lot, obviously, but um, yeah, that was probably the biggest aspect is me just growing into a man, honestly. And you're continuing to grow because there's thick bass comments. All over I know, social I media. am, man. I am. And, it, and it's funny because, you know, you've been talking about how you're going to go 141. If you think about it, it's not that big of a jump because it's my understanding that you just cut a lot to get down to 33. It's not that you're really, like, bulking up. Like, weren't you cutting a lot of weight to get to 33? Yeah, it was like 55, 50 last summer. And I'm, like, so, only, like, five pounds heavier now. But for some reason, it's that notion of a wrestler when they look more sucked out, and then if they puff up, it looks like you're so much heavier. Yeah. But, you know, you talk about 141. Like, what's your plan for this year? I heard when you were telling Ashnell, like, man, to have new guys to to get a chance to compete against and, and train for, like the Nick Lees, the Yannis, Ironmans. Yeah. Is it like a resurgence in adrenaline? Like, you don't have any shortage of energy, adrenaline, any of those things. But is, like, a whole new crowd exciting for you? Yeah, it's it was just like last year, you know. There's just different guys you got to watch out for now. And um, it's just like a whole new playing field every time, and it's cool. And, and I, I, I mean, I already feel like the underdog, which is a cool, good feeling. I like being the underdog. 
you know, a lot of people count me out. So, yeah, I'm just excited to get in there and start scrapping with these guys because I know I can, and uh, it should be a fun season if we have one. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I saw the Ivy Leagues yesterday announced no fall sports, but they'll still be able to compete, you know, hopefully January through March. And they have yeah. been talking, too, about maybe making wrestling a one-semester sport just in the winter, which yeah. maybe now's the time to do that. But, you know, how is your confidence going into 141? Like, obviously, you have the utmost confidence when you were at 25, at 33. Is that carrying over into 41 now? Yeah, I, I still feel like I can compete really well with these guys. I mean, I wrestled a lot bigger guys than 141 pounders. So, um, yeah, and that's just coming from just training. I mean, I wrestle a lot of big guys. That's that's where I get the most fun to compete, and that's where it's challenging. Um, yeah, and I, I definitely think I can compete with all those guys for sure. How are you when you're competing with Ashnault? Now, I know you guys have started practicing a little bit. How's that when yeah. you guys are going? It's good, man. We're, we're great for each other. I mean, we both go after each other. Um, we both get each other really tired. It, it's a great combination when we go. And um, I'm unfortunate that he got hurt. I want to know if it was kind of my fault a little bit, but I don't know. Because we <laughs> wrestled, and then a couple of days later, he's like, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, we, we, we're really good for each other. I like wrestling Ash and uh, – there's no pride in there. We're just getting there. We're in there to get better. And that's, that's the one relationship I really like when I wrestle. And do you think, you know, going back to how you feel you're maturing and evolving and wanting to give back, I, I assume part of that is your dad having an elite wrestling there in Jersey and you wanting yeah. to be more a part of that. Did that factor into coming back to Jersey too? Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, yeah, I, uh, I really enjoy helping these little kids. Like I do a lot of little kid privates and stuff that I, I really enjoy helping little kids just, get better at their craft and uh a lot of them don't listen so it might get frustrating here and there but no it's uh it's a good it's a good relationship to have this being able to work with kids and elevate their game it's it's really cool and uh yeah that's why i really like to come back and wrestle on the high school kids being up high school kids is always fun you know they always like to talk smack so it's always fun being up all the elite guys for sure and I imagine, too, with you, you've been talking a lot about you wanting to go to MMA right after wrestling and your relationship mm -hmm. with Frankie Edgar is, is no secret. I was laughing at the picture yesterday from eight years ago. Yeah, <laughs> like, right? Crazy. Little bass. <laughs> yeah. What was, this, what was the situation with, with your MMA plans heading back to Jersey? Like, do you want to start trying to train MMA at all right now, or is it 100% wrestling? Um, no, nah, like when this whole training camp Frankie's had, I've been helping him with like wrestling, but like it turns into MMA wrestling and this kind of we're on the ground grappling, wall wrestling. So all things that are important in MMA, I, I get to do on a weekly basis. So <clears throat> yeah, that's the plan is just to start training. I'm going to have to start getting punched in the face soon here, but yeah, it's just, this. it's the plan. I don't know how anybody wants it. that. <laughs> it's actually, I don't know why, but when I get punched, I kind of like, it. I'm like, hit me, hit me again. I'm just like, ah, I get angry kind of, you know? And <laughs> well, I feel like me and Frankie have the same. You hitting yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like me and Frankie have the same mentality with that. Like we get hit, we're like, ah, hit me harder. You can't hit me exactly. So it's kind of <laughs> just like your feet off getting hit. Do you have in I say this and kind of knowing the answer, but do you have really high expectations for yourself and it may because of your relationship with Frankie and because what you've been around growing up there in MMA, you're saying, yeah, yeah. I think I see you just see every wrestler does pretty well for themselves yep. in MMA. And I don't think that's any different for me. I feel like a lot of us tied tier wrestlers can transition to MMA really well. Cause wrestling's just, it's about keeping position and you, when you can keep position in MMA, you're going to be okay for the basics at least, you know, and then you can evolve from there. But yeah, I, I really 
have high aspirations for myself in MMA. I think I can compete well. And depends on the weight I go, but if I cut weight the right way, go 35, maybe even 25, cause you got 36 hours to, yeah. to recover, you know? So we'll see, but yeah, I, I think what, I can do really well. What do you think you're most excited for when you think about an MMA career? Excited for just out. Like, I don't know. Like when I see some of these walkouts, like not now because of the COVID and everything, like there's yes. nobody in the fan, like, in there but like when the people are in there and you walked out and it's just the place gets loud it just uh, it just like sends chills up my my arm you know and that gets me super pumped i'm like man i can't wait to be out there walking out to the, the ring a bunch of people cheering my name and then get in there and get ready to bang so yeah that's something i i enjoy and that's something that i i really hope i can get going soon i can only imagine how much you would pump up a crowd especially in jersey if you if you replicate what you did at big tens with a UFC yeah. size audience, golly. And by the way, speaking of weight cutting, like you had qualified for the Puerto Rican team for the Olympics at 57 kilos. I'm assuming that's just, that's not yeah, happening now. Nah, I'm going to have to wrestle off for 65. And is, have you heard anything about that? As far as I know, the U.S. has said nothing for, for them. Has Puerto Rico said yeah. anything about their process? No, nah, not that I've heard. So hopefully it's just a reprocess. I have to go back down there and requalify for is 65. Is that 100% still the plan? 65 kilos for the Puerto Rico for the Olympics? Yeah, yeah. I think when I made it in December was the last time my body would ever let me do it, but we'll see. <laughs> I mean, it, was, uh, it wasn't a bad cut. I wasn't dying or anything. It was just I just look sick. I'm like, man, I don't ever want to be that skinny again. Dude, it's funny. The number of people who come on this podcast, and this podcast is like nothing but the highest level of wrestlers, and who say yeah. that the better they feel when they don't cut weight, the, the better they compete, the more yeah. winning they do, the more fun they have. I mean, at this point, I don't understand why anybody cut, cuts weight. Listening to everybody. To a little bit. Like, yeah. I mean, no, some of I us don't. get huge. No matter what, there's weight cutting. But I'm talking about, like, going down an extra weight class. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you think, like, hey, maybe I can, you know, maybe I'll get a championship there. Like, and I understand yeah. there's so many different scenarios. But, I mean, it sounds like you're saying even now at 41, like, you want to – you want to have fun. You want to compete strong. You don't want to be worrying about the weight cut and getting distracted. Exactly. I, um, that's what was starting to jag out. Was the, it wasn't fun anymore for a while, you know, when I was gone to 25 or even 33 towards some parts at the end of the season, I was getting big and it just wasn't fun. It's just not fun to worry about your weight 24 seven. So what does it become like a distraction at that point then? Yeah. You're just always worrying about it. It's on your mind all the time. It's just annoying. Um, you're hungry, thirsty, and you're just thinking about how you got to make weight at the end of the week. So it's just very annoying. But yeah, you're thinking about it all the time. And I'm imagining, too, like you're going to have, again, at another weight class, it's like you can't catch a break. When you change weight classes, you have just an army of the most insanely talented wrestlers there. And, again, you know, yeah. Yanni, Ironman, Nick Lee, all these guys – I imagine that's only going to be better for you not to, have to cut weight and, and focus. Do you have specific plans yet for maybe changing up any training or doing anything different for the different caliper guys you're going to be facing now? Um, I, I just, I think we can spend a little bit more time in the weight room. like motive, Mike's motive. Um, he's the Rutgers weightlifting coach, but um, yeah, he has a gym here in Manalpin somewhere that I think I can spend a little bit more time at focus on getting bigger and turning, turning my muscle into I like, I don't lift, but I, everybody says I'm strong. So like, that's where if Looks I lifted, I wonder yeah. how strong I'd be, sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's what like, brings questions in my mind. And yeah, I think we should invest more time in the weight room for sure. 
what do you think, you know, this is going to be your final year of collegiate wrestling, if, if it happens. What do you think is the most exciting part for it, whether it's the weight, whether it's Rutgers? What are you the most excited for? Uh, Rutgers, for sure, just to be home. The rack. <laughs> but that that's, like, the coolest part. But um, I'm excited to train with these guys, man. They have so many good guys in the room. It's just going to yeah. be awesome. Like, we're just going to be – bunch of killers lightweights you know so i'm excited for that we're gonna have just a plethora of lightweights that want to get in there and bang and um now yeah now it's just gonna be a hard nose room every day like there's not gonna be an easy day for me which is awesome you know and that's what i'm excited for yeah from from alvarez to ashnall if if soriano comes back like that room yeah. in the lightweights is just i mean what a one-two punch i've heard some you know some people say Soriano might go 25 if it is so close to the Olympics. But either way, with you guys, both at 25 and 41, 33 and 41, like where do you think Rutgers lands? Assume the season goes on as normal, right? Where do you think Rutgers finishes the season? Like nationals, you're saying? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know how this stuff works. I couldn't even tell you. Do you think top five, top ten? I would say top ten, hopefully. I don't know about top five. You could, I think you need more than two, three or four guys to be top ten, a top five team, you know. But I think we can be top ten. And yeah. I think I honestly I don't even know how some of these guys are because I don't I've never seen them wrestle. So yeah, the guys sense. that are going to be in the lineup, like I don't know how they are, how these red shirts pan out. You know, I mean, sure. I, I know they were good, but college is a different animal. You know, so. That that all depends too. I appreciate the the realist the humility because if you ask typical Jersey guys, Jersey wrestling fans, where's Rutgers going to finish the year? It's number one. We're going to win it all this year. Yeah. But you're coming into it like I don't know how some of these guys are. And with with COVID and quarantine, you haven't even been able to go in the room at all, right? Yeah, no, nah, I haven't not been to Rutgers now. That's wild. All right, man. Last thing here before I let you go. What are your plans for this weekend? I need to hear the summer adventure. What's on deck? <laughs> um, it's supposed to rain all weekend. Oh, man. But I'm hoping I get my ski back. I, I, I broke in a wearing on my ski. Ooh. And uh, it's, it's just I had to bring it into the shop. It's going to cost me some money. I'm, on, I'm sad about it. But uh, hopefully I get it back before the weekend. I get to rip around. I haven't been on it in like a week. So it's been upsetting. But, um, no, nah, it's just we'll be chilling. I don't know, normal stuff. Hit some, hit F-Cove up. I don't know if you know what F-Cove is. No. But it's like this place where everybody parks their boats. It's in the shape of an F. It's like a cove. So, like, I don't know if you've I ever been in, like, a lagoon. Some... I've been over by Lavalette. Is it over? It's... it's by, it's in Brick. It's across the bay. Okay. I was going to say, um, sounds... I, I think I've heard it before. I've you definitely had seen... to. It's just, yeah. it's a landmark. It's a landmark. Um, Yeah, it's not it's just... It's crazy over there. That's all I can say. I'll leave it at that. But um, yeah, maybe maybe end up over there for a little bit. Yeah, I might have to come down soon and hop on those. So, all right, listen, yeah. man, go enjoy the day. Thank you for spending Thank a few you. minutes in the show. I'm sure for it won't sure. be the I'm sure it won't be the last time. Nah, for sure. Thanks for having awesome. me, Justin. All right, man. We'll and that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. If you did enjoy this episode of the podcast, be sure to leave a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on more episodes. For more wrestling content, be sure to follow Bash Mania on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And follow me. I'm at JBash on Instagram and at JustinJBash on Twitter. I'll be back with another episode shortly. See ya. 
and the beat goes on.